I had to learn from my experience for a long time to stop looking for relationships and start to look within myself to understand, not only to get my mindset right, to project out into the universe, to the world of what I want out of a partner. Hello, everybody. This is Philosophical. Welcome to the eighth episode now of Let's Rap. I'm your host for tonight, today, you know, whatever time frame you're at right now. And I'm your co-host, Jay Echo. What's good, everybody? You know, today we're going to be talking about getting your mind right, which means your mindset prior in doing relationships. And this is something that we kind of touched on this uh, a couple of times before. And going to be kind of touching on this going forward for a little while. Um, just talking about getting your mindset when it's prior to being in relationships or, you know, dating, uh, exclusivity, uh, even some, even with situations with friends and benefits, and even uh, getting your mindset right during relationships. You know, those, those times when, you know, if you're at a peak of issues or you feeling like you're not feeling like you're not with the right person you should be with, or maybe you're at a, at a breaking point somehow, somewhere, um, or, you know, even positive mindsets to the fact that you're considering stepping it up another level to marriage, you know, future, uh, all of that, all those things. So we're here to talk about that today. Um, we received a lot of questions about this and just want to kind of talk about this from a man's man's perspective and also uh, what what maybe some of the ladies may want to think about this to harbor on this. So we would love responses on both sides on this. So, yep. Tell us if, what you think. Tell us what yeah. you think. If, so, if you feel like we're both wrong, by all means. <laughs> love to hear your thoughts on this. Love to hear all types of different perspectives on this. So we're first going to start on kind of your mindset prior to relationships. So nine times out of 10, maybe not even nine times out of 10, uh, you, you, your mindset sometimes can be in a place prior to what's going on before. Maybe you just got out of a breakup. Maybe you're trying to get over that breakup. Maybe you're, you're dealing with some baggage within that breakup, you know, and Sometimes that is, can be the biggest hurdle uh, prior to a relationship. And I had to learn from my experience for a long time to stop looking for relationships and start to look within myself to understand, not only to get my mindset right, to project out into the universe, to the world of what I want out of a partner. Mm -hmm. And when you kind of focus on some of the things you want prior to a relationship, positive things, you know, natural things, organic things, it tends to work out in your favor, favor because you can block out a lot of the negativity that you have been dealing with before. We, we've been harboring before on if you don't like something, you know, it's on you to kind of change that mindset. So, yeah, 
it's it's just one of those things where what you dealt with before, let's say a breakup or uh, many, many different things I've heard is the fact that a lot of people out here are afraid to commit, are afraid to even date because of, you know, past child environments. Maybe their father cheated on their mother. Maybe their mother cheated on their father. Divorce. Um, it could be, you know, friendships. It can be the unknown. You can be afraid. You can be scared. And that mindset sometimes, when you go into a mindset out in this world when you're constantly afraid and fearful, uh, believe me, I, I've dealt with those type of issues. And it, it just brings along more stress. It brings along more negativity in your life. And stress and negativity can cause sickness, you know, as you get older and even more stress. And it's almost a time waster just about. Well, it is a time waster. You know, it makes you put, it puts you in a, in a place where you don't, you, you become doubtful. And I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that th this mindset that I'm pretty sure all of you have been through, uh, it's, it's, it's very unhealthy. And of course, that's easy for me to say because I'm saying it, but I've been through it. <laughs> we all have. And this is kind of a platform to be able to talk about that. And, and this is this is something from experience that I was very willing to talk about because it's tough. It's very tough. You know, not only compounding of the fact that, you know, you got negative thoughts going on in your mind as far as relationships, you know real life hits you so compound that with real life and it's tough so my 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 advice towards this topic is to what i call i call it tabs take a breather you know where's the s <laughs> oh well seriously there you go <laughs> <laughs> I got a tabs. Take a breath seriously. Oh, okay. And you know, for the people that you know don't know what the S means, it means seriously. Since you know, we got we got literal people on on the on the podcast tonight. Mm. Uh, so you know, whatever you may be dealing with, you know how you how you cope with that negativity and 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 a negative mindset some people go on vacations some people uh just just take a breather just step outside um, i mean i think i think some people aren't coping i think that's i think that's one thing that needs to be talked about like there's been a i know there's been a more of a focus in recent years from a lot of people on mental health and everything mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. But I still think there are a lot of people who don't cope with the negative mindset, who don't, who don't properly address things like things like stress, things like negative self-talk, things like, you know, uh, I mean, potential mental illness. Like I know for me personally, there have probably been points in my life where I have been depressed or 
been anxious or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I never actually like one, I never wanted to actually go put in the work because I don't want another diagnosis. Like who so does kind of talk about how you got out of that, you know, that that place for our listeners, you know, who maybe... I would say the way I got out of that place was I had a great support system. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was that was number one, but also number two, like at a certain I hit a certain point where I was like, yo, I can't keep doing this. Like I'm mm-hmm. tired, I'm I'm frustrated and I'm spinning my wheels in this same place. So I have to do something different. I have to change it up. Okay. And there was like I would say my my last relationship was a big part of it. Like my my partner at the time, like she was really big on, yo, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You say you're okay, but some of the stuff you're doing isn't that's not what people who are okay do, <laughs> you know. So do you like do you that. feel like do you feel like this kind of I know we've had this conversation before, but do you feel like a lot of those things she was kind of asking, do you feel like now that you kind of look back and think about it, were you not ready to talk about some of those things? Oh yeah, definitely. Like mm-hmm. I just like trust and believe when we say like oh you have to fix your mindset we we're not saying it's gonna be like a one you flip a switch and then one day you're just like oh my mindset is different i'm good now you know we we out here in these streets not it's it's not that it's literally like it was like i said it was a it was a very positive relationship it it ended for the reasons it ended but Mm -hmm. the one of the big things was that uh, we used to say, or I used to say that we had similar dysfunctions basically. Mm-hmm. And that we, uh, we both had some things internally that we didn't want to address. But when you're with another person who looks at you all the time and spends a lot of time with you, you, it's a it's a huge mirror and you have no choice but to look at yourself well you can choose not to but that's usually how you end up in you know unhealthy relationships you know you you ignore all of the things that that the mirror is telling you need to change basically the red flags exactly you ignore all the red flags like now now when you say that i i want to make a caveat here that in relationships or even prior to relationships, you're gonna have some red flags. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all about the the way the way, in my opinion, a successful relationship and even a successful marriage for our married couples out there is you're always gonna have stumbling blocks, you're always gonna have red flags, you're always gonna come to a point where you disagree. Mm-hmm. And the strength of a couple, a marriage, or even a person, a single person, is how do you deal with those things? Because it comes a point when when you start to do the same things over and over and over again and react the same way over and over and over again, you haven't grown. You haven't reached growth. Yeah. If you've reached a point where the same things are bothering you, uh, you're reacting the same way, then you got to look yourself in the mirror and, and come to a level of maturity to the fact that, okay, how can I change this? Because at the end of the day, it's up to you. It's not up to your partner. Your partner is just there to be a support system. 
Now, I, I will add a caveat mm -hmm. on top of your caveat in that, like, you know, we're not saying that if you're in like an abusive situation or something like that, that, you know, you, you, uh, what's it called? That you're, uh, that that is your responsibility, that that mm -hmm. person treating you bad is your responsibility. That's not what we're saying. Um, I think what we are now, you, your your actions are your responsibility. Yes, exactly. Your personal yeah. actions are your responsibility, but mm -hmm. the actions mm -hmm. of the other person, that's that's not on you. Correct. Correct. So we've got to understand that as an individual and also as a couple, your actions are your responsibility. So you having a partner, they're trying to help you back back to kind of what you were saying, Jay. Mm -hmm. You having a partner, you know, asking you, are you okay? You know, constantly, you know, you don't have to really go into deep, deep de details, but how did that make you feel? I mean, it was frustrated because, you mm -hmm. know, like, uh, I won't speak for anybody else, but for me, like, I uh, I try and maintain, a, a, you know, I'm a low-key dude. Like, I like to maintain a very even, you know, disposition. Like, I'm not, like, there, there are things that will get me hype and, and I'll get excited about and all of that sort of stuff. But, you know, I like what I like. I don't like what I don't like. And I'm when I'm when usually when I say I'm good, I'm good. Like, you know, there's, that's how I am. But there's also stuff that even I didn't realize that I had suppressed or I had let go of. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're not alone in that, man. You know, like you're not alone in that. And yeah. it's very hard to suppress you know, feelings and emotions and, and, and kind of um, negative thoughts like that. It, it, it's just, it's, it's, you're not alone, man. You're not alone when it comes to that. You're not alone in the fact that, you know, it, it happens, man. Oh yeah. And, and I'm, I'm learning every day to um, just, you got to block that out, man. When you're with the right person, you got to block that out, man. But, you know, that's that's the thing, though. Like, for me, that's basically what I was doing. Like, I was okay. blocking it out. Like, it was like, yeah, I'm, you know, sure, I'm not I'm not at my best right now. But if this person needs me, I'm down, you know, like. And that's good. Like, that's I, good. there were there were uh, there were a bunch of different times when, you know, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't feeling well or like. I wasn't in the right headspace, but I would try at least to like if if she was dealing with something, I would try at least to be present. You know, now let me you know make no mistake. There were times when that wasn't happening. You know, because I wasn't in the right headspace, so I you know I wasn't as emotionally available to her as she might have wanted, but. <clears throat> But at the end of the day, I needed and need to address those things at some point because like my my frustrations with like certain things or my uh, or my anger at situations or whatever that that may be. Sure, it I might not 
I might not blow up, it might not come out of me in that way, but it would still manifest in certain ways, right? So, but it wasn't intentional. That's the thing. It wasn't, I never went into situations like hoping to to cause harm or to hurt somebody or to hurt somebody's feelings or anything like that. Most of the time it was just like, oh, I'm not thinking about it or, you know, like I'm in my own head right now. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm not taking the time to consider how you might feel about a certain situation, right? So that, that, that makes me think that goes back to the original topic that mindsets can not only make or break a relationship, it can make or break a relationship, but it can make or break you. Exactly. As a, yeah. As a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as a person, the, yeah. The, uh, what's it called in a lot of 2020 wasn't a great year. We'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll acknowledge yeah, that. I, I, it wasn't a great year for anybody. <laughs> exactly. We'll acknowledge that. But one of the things that like, I will forever look at 2020 as a positive time for me personally, because I did a lot of stuff that positively affected my mindset in 2020. Things like, all right, figuring out, figuring out what type of person I want, I actually want to be. Because for, like I said, for a long time, I'm just the go with the flow type of dude. But now it's like, you can't really go with the flow because going with the flow has put you in some not great situations. And so going with the flow, going with the flow to me, I used to have that same sentiment and same attitude. I think going with the flow is one of those situations uh, and it's different for everybody to pretty much adapt to any situation that's in front of you. Exactly. Or try to adjust. Mm-hmm. But and, Go ahead. And that's, that's the reason why I took that mindset. It's like, I want to, mm. I want to be able to adapt to any situation. Which, which, but, which, which could be, dangerous because exactly if it gets to a point where it's too much we as men we take it on exactly so yeah yeah yeah. i had was oh i need to be able to adapt to any situation and by all means we all need to be able to adapt i'm not i'm not saying that that in and of itself is a bad thing correct but you also have to take into account are you adapting to the right the right stimuli if that makes mm. sense because like you shouldn't adapt to for instance an abusive situation like don't adapt to that get out of that okay. but if you have if you keep that mindset of oh i have to be able to adapt to any situation which is kind of what i was doing like yo this sure i don't like how this makes me feel but you know i you know I need to suck it up and and deal with it because this is just what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how I say like my my frustration and and how I was feeling was coming out in different ways because it was like, yo, I may not necessarily like this situation, but this is the situation I'm in and I need to uh I need to suck it up because there's not like because this is the situation, right? Yeah. And 
2020 was like 2020 was I call it my uh well 2019 2020 you know that that sort of period yeah was my come to Jesus moment where it was like yo you've you've done your absolute best to try to adapt to situations that weren't right for you that weren't good for you that weren't healthy for you and now you're now you're here and you don't like where you are so you have to you have to start establishing some level of control you need to take control you need to take responsibility over mm-hmm. yourself over your life otherwise you're going to keep finding yourself in these positions and you know like I don't know about you, but I'm trying to be successful. I'm trying to be like, I have goals, I have dreams, I have aspirations. And I'm not going to go with the flow my way to those things. Understood. You know, and, you know, and my mindset had to change and it's still changing as, as things go on right now. Like the fact that I'm able to have this conversation with you as opposed to I wasn't able to have this conversation with anybody like two years ago is, is, you know, a little bit of the growth I've experienced, but there's, there's still a lot more to do and there's still a lot more, a long way for me to go. And I think the only reason I came to that was one, because I was willing to do some self-reflection and two, because I had the right person and the right people in my life to show me that that's what I needed. So, you know, in my in my situation, man, I, I look at it from a, a point where I used to wake up taking on everybody else's problems mm-hmm. instead of taking care of my own. So I looked at it at, at a perspective of if I take care of their problems, you know, they will treat me and acknowledge me the way I needed to be treated and acknowledged. Oh, I did some I did similar things, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, instead of putting myself first, which I had to learn the hard way, I would put others in front of me to do things for others before I would do them for myself. And that caused me to not only resent them, but resent myself to the fact that that person may not have been doing it intentionally, but they're not supporting me or even motivating me to say, you know, I don't need those things in my life, you know, or to say, you know, what you're doing, you know, just be yourself. And I had to learn the hard way to the fact that when you're with somebody and you can't be yourself and you're constantly catering to someone else's feelings and emotions, that could be, I could say, you know, for me, it could be borderline suicide. It can cause a lot of mental issues. It can cause you to stress and lose sleep. You know, when you're constantly catering and, and, and being, uh, in tune with someone else's feelings and that's your own, you lose sight of who you are. You lose sight of what you need. You lose sight of what you would like because you're catering to what everybody else wants and needs. And 
your mindset has got to be, yes, you got to constantly adapt. You know, you got to constantly uh, evolve as a person. But I used to feel, I used to feel like thinking of myself was being selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not always the case. Being selfish is making a hasty decision without. Now, if you're single, hey, you're in full control of your life. But if you're in a relationship or you're married or you're a parent, you know, single parent or even a parent, you know, cohabitating in a relationship. I just feel like, you know, if you're making decisions outside of that affects your family and you don't have any regards for that, that's selfishness to me. Selfishness is not considering yourself before, you know, your partner to the fact that you're constantly thinking about the things you need. And when you kind of come to an understanding of things you need and you want out of a relationship within reason, it'll help you grow in, in other aspects of things you didn't know that you had an issue with. Communication, mm-hmm. being able to, to understand somebody else's feelings, emotions, being able to cater to someone else's feelings and emotions to the point where it's reciprocated back towards you. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? The one, the one, the one counterpoint I want to make to that is that, you know, <clears throat> yes, you, you should always take a, take your family and, and your partner and all of that stuff into account, but you know, also make sure you are taking care of yourself. I think, I think that's one thing that we need to do. I'm not saying that self-sacrifice, like being willing to sacrifice isn't some, isn't a trait that you should have. That's not what I'm saying. But I think, and we've heard a lot about this and a lot of people, you know, some people feel some type of way about hearing it, but self-care is an important thing. Yeah. Like you have to, like that goes, I mean, self-care isn't selfish. No. So like being like, if you need to take time out for yourself, as long as you're letting people know, like, yo, daddy has to go, daddy needs to play Xbox for a couple minutes because he, he wanted to fight somebody at work today. You know, as long as you're letting people know that, and you're not just jumping into like closing, jumping into your basement, closing the door and telling everybody, don't talk to me for the next three out. Like as long as people <laughs> know, yeah. then you're well within your rights to do that. But I think, uh, I think that's, that's part of the whole communication thing and the toxic masculinity thing of like, for a long time, a lot of men, well, a lot of people period, but men especially, we're not comfortable having that conversation with people. It's like, yo, like, I need some time to myself because I had a rough day. Yeah. It's okay to say that. But if you're just like, don't talk to me, then everybody's like, yo, man, what, I, what I tell you right doing? now, that's one of the most misconceptions of of a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you you living with, with someone or even you're dating someone and you, your feelings and emotions are in tune with that person and you coming home, that's the, one of the hardest things to do. And sometimes I recommend not doing that in some, some situations because 
if you have a great support system at home and she supports you and she's understanding and in tune with some of the your feelings and emotions, she would she will understand how you feel right when you walk through the door. I mean, that's a good thing, but yeah. you know, like like we've said a couple different times, a couple different ways, like you closed mouths don't get fed, you know. That is so correct too. It's that is correct great, too. It's great if you have that support system or that relationship where you walk in the door and she automatically knows you had a bad day. So she's like, "Up, oh, daddy's not feeling it right now. So you know what? We're going to go, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go read for the next couple hours while daddy gets his mind right. Like it's cool if you have that relationship, but at the end of the day, nobody's in your head. Like you have to, even if, and I'm, I'm saying this as much to myself as I am to everybody else, because I assumed a lot of times that, oh, she knows what I'm feeling because I was just like, yo, I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm not trying to have this conversation right now. Chill. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would say that. But at the same time, she was like, that doesn't give me enough information. Like, are you tired? Are you angry? Is it just this specific conversation you don't want to have? Are you just not trying to talk, period? Like, I understand that's a lot of extra steps, but at the same time, that's what she needed. And that's, I'm talking about my relationship personally, but in your situation, it might be different. She might, or he might be like, nah, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. And you're like, cool. I'm gonna go do something that I wanted to do anyways. You, uh, you, you take care of yourself. I'll come check on you in 15 minutes. If that's your relationship, cool. By all means, do your thing. But like what, what I have found personally is that eight times out of 10, she'd rather hear exactly what I need in that moment as opposed to having to where is Waldo the situation and figure out exactly what's going on, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, the um, slight transition, like I think, I think that goes back to the, the uh, what's it called? The, the mindset you have to have going into an actual relationship. Like for me, my mindset was, I uh, what's it called? I've done all this personal work outside of uh, outside of the relationship. So obviously, I'm cool, I can just come in be me, and everything's gonna work out. But the work, <laughs> the yeah. work didn't stop when I got in a relationship or the need for work didn't stop when I got into the relationship. It the amount of work I had to do increased when I got into a relationship. Yeah. And that's yeah. not a bad thing per se. It's just when I got into relationships prior, like I wasn't, I didn't consider that. Mm. It was just like, yo, I'm here. You know, my presence is a blessing. What's good? <laughs> and yeah. And I think, uh, I think that's the mindset that a lot of people take into their relationship. Like, oh, I'm here, I'm great. And this is the goal, basically. I'm in the relationship, the work is, the work is finished, the work is done. 
I can uh, I can do my victory dance and and we'll we'll ride off into the sunset together. But that's that's usually not what it is. So what do you what are your thoughts on just so what's your mindset before dating? Are you are you thinking are you telling the audience to prepare yourself? How would you tell the audience to kind of prepare, you know, themselves to a point where it's like, you know, don't look, it'll, it'll come to you or, you know, these are some areas. I think, um, what's it called? I think there's two, I think there's a couple of things that we need to talk about when we're talking about, you know, your mindset before dating. I think one, we need to address the fact that there is a lot of pressure on men as well as women to end up in a relationship. You know, sure, there's there's less there's less pressure in some ways and more pressure in others. You know, like I'm uh, I'm we'll say I'm in my midlife right now, right? Okay, and I've definitely had people, you know at family functions and everything like that say, oh, when's, uh, when's the, uh, when's the wedding or when's the, uh, when's the baby coming or whatever the case may be. And it's like, yo, I'm just chilling right now. Like we ain't even there yet. Let's, let's pull back a little bit, you know? Okay. And, and now what's it called now that I'm, uh, now that I'm single, I definitely feel the, the pressure to be like, yo, I'm not out here dating. I'm not, I'm not reaching out to people. I'm not talking to anybody right now. It's like, yo, what am I doing? I need to, I need to get on this because, you know, if I, if I don't get on it now, then I'm going to be in my forties by myself, you know, looking real, looking real, uh, suspect to people when I, when I walk into family. So you just chose to be by yourself. Like I've had that, (laughs) I've had that conversation before, like, oh, why aren't you with anybody? So I think. So I do think, you do you, do you think do you think it starts with kind of the kind of the mindset of how you kind of walk out the house, kind of the way you perceive yourself as a person? I think self perception is a big thing. Like mm. for me, right now, the and I, I'm I'm still working on this, but like. I'm still working on like methodology and stuff like that. But right now my main goal is to be the best version of me that I can be. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really all you can be, be, be you, you know, and, and and find someone that will bring out the best in you just as much as you'll bring the best in them. That's the key. Cause one thing that I found in not only this past relationship, but in relationships prior is like, if you're, if you're focused on your, on your walk, on your journey, on whatever the case may be, people are going to show up who are willing to support you in that. Whereas if you're out here just looking for somebody all that's really going to happen is you're going to find somebody who somebody who's looking for who's looking for their support system basically and 
you know, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I'm saying like you're you're not prioritizing your own needs and you will carry that mindset into the relationship if you're not focused on your own journey. Mm. So okay. for me, the biggest thing even before before my next relationship is, yo, make sure that you are good. Like the rest of it will come. You ain't got to worry about the rest of it. But as long as you are doing the right things that you need to do for you, the rest of it will show up. So, well, I'm not saying there aren't, you know, there aren't cold, lonely nights where I'm like, yo, I need, I, like, Lord, send me somebody. <laughs> like, I'm not saying yeah. that that doesn't happen because it does. But, <clears throat> but there are, there are, there are more moments for me these days where it's like, yo, I had a very productive day, you know, like I I had a good day on my job. I was able to, I was able to save some money or what, whatever the case may be. Like the, the stuff that the positive stuff that I'm supposed to be doing, like that, it doesn't give you the same happiness, but it does bring you happiness. It might not be the same happiness that you get out of, you know, coming home to your person and it's like, oh man, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. But I've had more moments recently just in pursuing my career goals and pursuing my personal goals where I'm like, yo, I'm supposed to be here right now. Like this is, this is what's, this is the exact place I'm supposed to be. And you know the and you know the, the the crazy thing about it is you know sometimes that mindset tells you the negativity and the in the I call it the non productive mindset tells you that you're not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Oh, I still deal with imposter syndrome. Like that's that yeah, go away. But but there are there are moments and they're increasing little by little where i'm just sitting there and doing something working on something and it'll be something small like i don't know like uh i finally uh i finally understood something that i was studying where it's like yo this is what it is this is what this is what it's supposed to be like i'm supposed to be right here right now doing this this is what it is and I'm having more and more of those moments than I'm having the God, I'm alone right now, you know? So kind of give you a final thoughts on it, man. Like, you know, tell, give your advice, give your final thoughts, you know, and kind of the mindset of outside of being outsider, maybe looking for a relationship and the insider of being in a relationship, the type of mindset. <clears throat> Um, so my final thoughts, I guess, are whatever you're doing, and uh, this this is something that I uh, that I told myself while I was on my uh, like through 2020 is strive to be the best that you can be, no matter what you're doing, right? as long as that thing is positive. Like, I'm not telling you to strive to be the best that you can be if you're a serial killer. Like, nah, you, you need to go to jail. But, <laughs> but like, as long as you are posit pursuing something positive, 
strive to do strive to be the best that you can be at that thing whether it's okay i'm i'm trying to do the best i can at at my career i'm trying to do the best i can in my fitness i'm trying to do the best i can in my hobby whatever it might be and and carry that into when you get a, get into a relationship now you may not necessarily know how to be the best you can be in those areas but if you're striving to be the best then you will look for ways to be the best like you'll do your research you'll 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 look for you'll look for tools you'll look for for tips on how to improve in certain situations right like I didn't come to this place like the where I am right now and I'm not saying I'm perfect so don't take it that way but I didn't come to this place just by you know showing up like showing up <laughs> is half the battle but showing up is still only half mm. you also have to be willing to do the work when you show up like yeah. Perfect example. Um, like in 2020, I did two. Uh, I did two cybersecurity boot camps concurrently, meaning I was in. I was in both at the same time. For those who don't know what concurrently means, um, <laughs> and when I tell you, it was one of the hardest things that I have done in my life. The amount of stress, the amount of exhaustion, the amount of just the amount of headaches, the lack of sleep that I went through trying to get that done. And, you know, it evened out later on, but at the same time I enrolled in these two boot camps, I was also doing technically two jobs, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, when I got into the first boot camp, I had to, I had to drop the uh, first job. And then because of, uh, because of the pandemic, I had to let go of the second job or the second job closed down basically. So it, it all worked out, but I was trying to do all of those things at the same time. And it was, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Like the amount of stress, like all of that work that I had to do ended up paying off in the end because it forced me to give everything. Like I couldn't, I couldn't show up halfway for any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I had to be on top of my schedule. I had to be on top of my classwork. I had to be on top of, uh, of everything. Otherwise, I would have dropped every like I was juggling so many balls at that time. And I couldn't, you know, but I knew also in that moment that if I let go of any of those balls, it would it would be detrimental. Now, fortunately, situations worked out in which like my schedule evened out and all of that sort of stuff. But that's why I say it was a come to Jesus moment for me, because in my mind, like somewhere deep down, I knew I had to go through it. Mm. I had to struggle. I had to fight. I had to learn. Otherwise, I would end up in the same place and I couldn't I couldn't be in that same place. Like I refused to be in that same place. 
And that's the mindset that I think we need to have in situation. Now, don't don't stress yourself out as much as I did, by all means, like, you know, have a balance. But there are going to be points in your life when you have to live an imbalanced life, whether it's in your career, yo, you have to put in those extra hours, whether it's in your relationship, yo, we're, we're, we're struggling right now. So I have to go, like, we have to go to therapy or we have to make time and make space to have difficult conversations every night or every so often, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Like that's, and, and, and carrying that mindset is what's brought me to where I am right now. It's what's brought me to being able to share some of this stuff. It's what brought, what's brought me to being able to, you know, even if situations aren't going the way I want to, to adapt to the situation, to change and still maintain my sanity and my health, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, so. My final thoughts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's been a lot of rain this week for Jay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know. We, we really appreciate, you know, again, a lot of the listeners, a lot of the support continue to grow with us, this journey. Um, so we, we say uh, thank you so much for this. Uh, we're continuing. We're now on the eighth episode. So uh, we've been going for about a month strong. Yeah. Continue up with the series. Uh, be sure to follow us on our Twitter, which is Let's Rap 2. Our Instagram, which is less rap underscore, and YouTube, which is less rap YouTube page. And I'm your host, Philosophical. And, and I'm your co-host, uh, Jay Echo. We got a great interview episode coming very soon. Can't wait for this. You know, this is hard work in the making. Yep. Uh, really hope you guys enjoy this and really appreciate all of you guys and continue to have your feedback. We continue to be on here and, and rap and, and, have have a have a discussion like men are supposed to yep and i'm philosophical and i'm signing out peace take it easy y'all